Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I I think that people probably have a lot of questions for you, Bradley, about your experience. My fabulous looks. Sure. Let's talk about them. <laughs> I was gonna say your experience in Uganda, but I guess yeah, you know you can that. ask him Sorry, anything. Whoa. Be a little more humble. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you'd like to ask Bradley any questions about his amazing trip Literally, to Uganda, anything, anything, like where did I sleep? All where of did that. I sleep with six five one six four one one zero seven one. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk one zero seven one, streaming live at mytalk one zero seven one dot com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, uh, who is just back from. Uh, a trip to Uganda, and this is the second time that you went, to, that you have gone to Uganda, and you did so with the American Refugee Committee to celebrate American Refugee Day. Yeah, World Refugee Re- Day. World yeah, Refugee yeah, yeah. Day. And you visited the Nakivali uh, Refugee Settlement, which you've also visited before. Yeah. And so some of this was not unfamiliar to you. Correct. But Most no it, doubt... But no doubt, I mean, you learned some new and different things sure. each time. Absolutely. Uh, and, and I wanted to give people the opportunity to ask any questions, because I don't know that we ever have really opened it up to allow anybody to ask any question yeah. about what this experience Open is like. It to the masses. And it's not like anything that I've experienced uh, Nor that most I. people have. Yeah. Certainly. Well, Justin's on the line, and Justin oh, has a question. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. if you would like to ask a question. Hi, Justin. How are you doing? Great. Love that voice. What's, what's up, Justin? What's your question for Bradley? Um, well, I was sitting here. Uh, I want to know what his favorite thing to eat was, but then I also thought of another question. If that's okay. okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, both. We'll take them both. Um, what was your favorite thing to eat, and what was the favorite activity that you did? Activity, oh, that, that's perfect. A good Thank you, Justin. Thanks, Justin. All right. So to eat, um, oh gosh, there are so many things. It is not like what you're used to, and there are some you know things that were hard to adjust. Remember in the last segment, I told you that there were a lot of starches. Yes. And it took me like a day or two to like just embrace the starch. But there is a thing called a Rolex. I'm going to get that on a t-shirt Embrace for you. the starch. But man, you know what? Trust me. You can eat carbs. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Do you remember last year I mentioned something called a Rolex? No. Okay. I really don't. So this. It's not a watch. It's, a, it's not a watch. It's a food item that's very popular in this part of the world. It's okay. called a Rolex. It is not a watch. It's actually like, okay, so chapati, those of you who like Indian food will know chapati. It's like a, it's almost like a tortilla. Mm-hmm. You know, naan is like the fluffy mm-hmm. pita bread kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But a chapati is like almost like a tortilla. It's a little um, thinner and more malleable. 
thinner and richer and, mm-hmm. and just yummy. Mm-hmm. So it's like a roll uh, or a wrap. Mm-hmm. And inside there is eggs because they don't eat a lot of meat because Uganda itself, you know, we were in a refugee settlement for part of the time. And it's obviously very poor compared to what you're used to. But Uganda as a country also um, poor in um, standard of living as compared to much of the West. Mm-hmm. Right. Rich in so many ways. But. So there's not a lot of meat. So the Rolex itself has no meat, but it's eggs, vegetables, and then they wrap that up. Mm -hmm. And it is so, I don't know what about it. I mean, it sounds so basic, right? It was so amazingly delicious. Is it something you think you could mimic here? Oh, you could totally mimic it. Get a chapati, scramble some eggs, put some veggies in there, roll it up. It's almost like a, you know breakfast wrap mm-hmm. so, and would you eat it for like any meal like yeah, well that was like or... for example when we got to the equator on uh our way to the to uh, the hotel we were staying in it for the week halfway there we stopped at the equator which that's a thing and um the the restaurant we ate at had the rolex and they're so good anyway activity favorite activity in uganda I think it was just the the race itself, mm-hmm. right? Running a 5K in a refugee settlement, that's not something you have a chance to do very often. Or at all. ever <laughs> yeah, for right? the average person. It's in a beautiful place. Like uh-huh. It's hard to describe how beautiful a refugee settlement is because mm-hmm. you're thinking of... You're thinking of extreme poverty, extreme you know um, sadness in some ways, lost opportunities in many ways, but then there is so much to be hopeful about. The people are incredibly hopeful, and despite the obvious sad things about it, mm-hmm. there is so much that's amazing and beautiful, and the landscape itself is gorgeous. It's vast, so it's hard to describe, but running through it, you just feel like, you know, you're in this magical place with these amazing people, and you're having a once-in-a-lifetime experience, so that certainly was my favorite that's activity. so cool. Yeah. 651-641-1071. Any question you may have for Bradley, feel free to ask what it. What did I wear? Yeah, all of... What well, didn't I wear? Okay, I wasn't going to... When gonna... did I take my... No? Okay. Okay. Um, but I did want to ask this, though, Bradley. What was one thing that surprised you? I know this kind of puts you on the spot, but was there something that really kind of surprised you about this trip? Again, having taken the same trip last year at the exact same time you were in Uganda, and that was your first time being there. Mm -hmm. So I think everything felt like a little bit of a surprise the first time around. Um, But now kind of back and revisiting the same place uh, with some of the same people, some different people, um, and, and seeing kind of the same sights and oh, stuff. What how, surprised you? I mean, again, okay, so this isn't this isn't something I didn't experience last time, but even more so this time. How uh, motivated people are to start a business, to better their lives, but mostly people's willingness to better other people's lives. So you would think that people in a refugee settlement, we talked a little bit about this, or I talked a little mm-hmm. bit about this in one of the messages that I sent you guys last week. Remember the guy named Prince? Mm-hmm. Prince was like, I want to open a school because there's this opportunity for people to learn English who don't have traditional means of doing so. Mm-hmm. And in with, in, within a year, less than a year, he was able to get a school built, um, find teachers, write a curriculum, and put on like 12 classes a week, and also create an art program that has allowed one particular artist to like make a living for himself inside a refugee settlement. That's that amazing. Is, right? So that story is amazing. And I think people have this preconceived notion of like refugees, like, oh, they're all sitting uh, in a room eating like uh, rations, which those are all legitimate things that actually happen. But there are also there there is also this incredible spirit of 
entrepreneurship and, you know, volunteerism and philanthropy from the refugee community itself. I've been thinking about this a lot lately about like our culture's view of work and that work is something that um, you must do and it's not fun and you have to do it in order to gain money so that you can live and enjoy all the trappings of, you know, money. Um, But the truth is, I think we're really made to work. We're made to see where we can help and serve but you don't I don't think we recognize that in ourselves until we find ourselves in a situation where that is how you see a need you meet the need yeah. right yeah let's go to Patty Patty's got a question for you Bradley about your trip to Uganda that you're just uh, you're just coming back from hi Patty what's your question for Bradley I have a question about did you feel safe there Bradley oh that's a great question I'm really glad yeah. you asked that because Thanks, I feel like people want to ask questions like that and they they feel like that's not maybe you know, like, like that's not a politically correct question. It is a very safe place in many ways, but there is also, um, I I personally did not feel any less safe than I do in this country, right? Mm -hmm. In the United States. So bad things happen to people all over the place. I mean, just down the street from me last year, our neighbors were robbed at gunpoint. Mm -hmm. So I, right. I could feel totally unsafe here. Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of like, the people who live in Uganda, their lives, you know, are affected by crime as well. And whether it's more or less, I don't know. But I didn't feel any less safe mm-hmm. while I was there. You're certainly aware of your surroundings because I you're in an f- unfamiliar place. Right. Which you would be if you were in any unfamiliar place. I go to New place. York City yeah. and I would feel like, okay, I need to know where I am and mm-hmm. know where I'm going so that I don't get taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. There was one tiny little thing where somebody said... Hey, be careful when you're driving through big cities and you're taking pictures out the window um, that you're not holding your phone to the window because people will drive up. A lot of people are on these little motorcycles mm-hmm. called Boda Bodas, and um, there occasionally people will grab them right out of your grab hands. them. It's not like that's a rampant thing, but mm-hmm. that was like the one moment where I was like, oh, I actually should pay attention to my surroundings. Mm. All right. Well, um, oh, and then one quick question. I'll just take it uh, just like this. Bradley, Justin also wanted to know what kind of animals did you see? Oh, lots of animals. Yeah. Lots of cows. Mm -hmm. And their cows are very special in Uganda, especially the part we were in. They're called Ankole cows. And even the females have horns, but the males have these gigantic spreads, these gigantic horns. You know, you think of a long horn, Mm -hmm. like twice as long as that. And uh, lots of goats, lots of sheep. And uh, then, of course, we went to a wildlife park and saw all sorts of, you know. Where did you see the giraffes? At the wildlife park. Okay. And you were like, just like, we were like kicking it with giraffes. We were literally like 100 yards from a giant herd of giraffe. I don't even know how you say that, but with a little baby that was like a year old, it was pretty awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, that certainly was a total trip of a lifetime. And um, so you guys all got your questions answered about Uganda. But uh, I have some more questions for Bradley about something that happened while I was out. Yesterday was Pride. Oh, yes. You missed Pride. I did miss Pride. Uh, And I'm going to ask you some questions after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Okay, so... You guys all got your answer questions answered about Bradley's trip to Uganda. Um, but I was out over the weekend and I missed a big thing here at the radio station and that was the Pride Parade. Yeah. Bad gay. Well you're not gay, but hold on. You know. Okay. 
I'm just bad kidding. ally. Bad ally. <laughs> this is the Colleen and Bradley show. No, on my you talk. had a family. This is it's true. Okay. Uh, this is my talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and this is something that we really, I mean, I really have grown to look forward to every single year. We have taken part in the Pride Parade on uh, Sunday. The the Is it the last Sunday in June? It's always the last Sunday in yeah. June, and this year, the last Sunday is a little earlier because, well, anyway. Yeah. But, blah, blah, um, blah, calendar. You, you had family obligations, which I is did. one of the allowable excuses for not attending the Tennessee's Pride Festival. But uh, you did miss quite, you know, quite a day. I've heard it was yeah. quite a day. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I found most notable and interesting about the Pride Parade yesterday is I do know that we were um, asked to be at our float location uh, at 11 o'clock and we were anticipating being on the move by, I think, you know, 45 minutes after that at least. But you guys didn't get moving for a while. Can you talk about why that was? Yeah, well, okay, so oddly, right, a protest held up the Pride Festival, or uh, not the Pride Festival, the Pride Parade. Mm-hmm. And it was such, and Holly, I, I don't know if we have a total sense of, because Holly was there, if we have a, an accurate sense of just how long, because I wasn't really paying attention too closely, but it, it was at least an hour, if not more delayed, because there were several points at which the, so if you've never been to the the parade before, it goes down Hennepin Avenue mm-hmm. from about The library-ish, third, yeah. Like uh, the library-ish, mm-hmm. all the way down to about the, the, technical, the technical college. college, yep. Right before Loring Park, mm-hmm. and then it goes into the park and blah, blah, blah. Um. And so there were a couple points at which the parade was stopped for a significant period of time. Mm -hmm. So we got a late start um, and the traditional kickoff is dykes on bikes. So Mm -hmm. you've got the ladies on the motorcycles Mm -hmm. and uh, they go off. They were a little delayed, not a little delayed. They were probably at least an hour delayed. Right, Holly? I'd say in totality, the parade was probably delayed by 90 minutes throughout the whole course of the parade because there were several times once we got started on the parade route where we came to a standstill and we just hung out in one space mm-hmm. for quite some time. I would say at least like 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Wait, you stuck? You were well, stuck like in, we, oh, okay, Yeah, it was got just it. at one spot at got 40 it. minutes like, on the parade we, route. We made okay, it to about it. The, the 90s and then yeah. we were there for a good 90 minutes probably. Well, 90, 90 minutes. Or no, 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 I'm no, sorry. Probably like 30 minutes maybe. I mean, we were dancing around. Wow. Yeah. We were hanging out. So we made the best of it. Mm-hmm. But it's certainly the longest we've ever, um, because it's not the first time there have been protests. Sure. Um, but it's certainly the longest. And I think a lot of it has to do with, and you know, you can go read the news coverage, but mm-hmm. there was a, uh, there was a person killed the night before mm-hmm. um, by police. Mm-hmm. And that, obviously gave people an opportunity or a desire to want to have their voices and you know the moment heard Mm -hmm. Uh, and so they chose hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The Pride Parade as their opportunity because, I mean, let's be honest, there's an audience there of hundreds of thousands yeah. of people yeah. that line the parade route. Absolutely. And there's lots of media coverage. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted to have their voice heard. And I will tell you the awesome thing about the Twin Cities um, community is that everybody was like, I shouldn't say everybody, but for the most part, everybody was like, have have the moment. Yes. Take the opportunity to have your voice heard. And uh, then once they did so, the parade went on. So when you were stuck in one spot for 30 minutes yeah. at the Pride Parade over the weekend on yesterday yeah. um and everybody was there except for me right i was the only on air uh, personality well, that Donnie was not wasn't there. there but i don't think he's ever been oh he wasn't I there no he's i don't, I don't think he's, he's ever been, been. maybe no. once he doesn't like gay people stop it you're terrible i'm kidding <laughs> um but okay so so Donnie and i were the only ones who weren't there um so you danced a lot i have a really here's my big 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 question yeah. I happen to know that we were giving away some amazing sunglasses. I also know from experience that when we are on the parade route, the wonderful people who are at street level who are giving away whatever swag we have typically can be um, manhandled a little bit. Grabby. They get Our very people grabby. Get grabby. Oh yeah, Our, that's you know, the still people, in full effect. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, but oh, did yeah. we like? I mean, did did we? Uh, were all the sunnies gone by then? Well, they or, like, did. How, they, they did ration have to them? ration them out because okay. at one point they were like, "How many blocks do we have left?" Because once we started moving, I think right during the void or the moment uh, where because we couldn't, and I, I should say too, where we were on the parade route, we were very early in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, we couldn't see the protesters or mm-hmm. the protest happening. We just heard you know, from people that were further down, what was actually going on. So we didn't actually see it. So for us, it was just like, we were hanging out on Hennepin Avenue, um, you know, and on people a boat, were like you do <laughs> dancing and celebrating and, and handing out sunglasses. But yeah, I think they had to ration them out so that we had enough to get all the way to the end. Um, was Lori, uh, in charge of okay. the music at all times? Here's the thing about Lori, you guys, that girl, she, <laughs> she always thinks that she is the, DJ. She can take the temp of any room and she knows exactly like, what needs and to be she played was at dancing any given time. As if it was a nightclub. Uh-huh. Like occasionally waving to the crowd, but she was right in the front dancing to every song and providing commentary on how amazing a DJ that she actually is. Right, Holly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I were so there. So she's totally oh, average. This is where Julia, I wish that I could be in two places at once. Someday. Darn it. Someday. I know. I need a clone. All right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time for Lord and Lady D-Bag, which celebrities have been, been behaving badly. Celebrities behaving badly. They continue to do so, Bradley, even when you were gone. Amazingly. Oh, shocking. So we not have, surprised. Not at, at all. all. I know. We have to highlight them on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, the way we highlight them is in a little segment we call Lord and Lady D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. D-Bag! Sing it. Okay, so my D-Bag for the day. Oh, surprise. Hey. Chloe Kardashian. I'm sorry, what? Chloe Kardashian. Ka Thank you. There it was. Chloe. Sorry. Chloe. Um, 
because she's got a little accent over the E. Chloe Kardashian's trainer jokes Chloe and Tristan might end up with another baby after their workouts. What? Um, what kind of workouts oh. are they oh. doing? Yeah, no, exactly. And before I say that, can I just say, since people are having moral objections to things lately, I now have a moral objection to Khloe Kardashian's post-baby body and workout routine. Good. So I'm not talking about it after this story. Oh, but I probably will um, because I'm not a very moral person. I mean, thank you for taking that very tough stance on it and then walking well, it I'm back. I'm just saying, as realistically, let's be real. Okay. Okay. Anyway, back to the story. So uh, her trainer, do you remember? I feel like her trainer is being paid to drop stories to tabloids. I'm sure. Uh, and her trainer was like, You don't have any idea how hard Chloe works. And she doesn't even have to work as hard as most people to look amazing because she's just so amazing. Like, Mm-hmm. Roll my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, but now the story is that their workouts are so sexy that they're probably having sex the minute they're done with a workout. That is Chloe and Tristan Thompson. And it, and the sex is therefore going to lead to another baby. I mean, I'm going to be really honest with you. I'll just drop some actual knowledge. I don't I mean, I think that um, Tristan and for him. Like he would have sex with anybody after any workout. I, was I mean, I don't say, really like, think that that's like uh, a compliment Tristan for going Chloe. to the grocery store probably would have yeah, sex. Right. Tristan uh, getting a pizza delivered probably would yeah. have sex. Tristan uh, going to the bathroom mm-hmm. afterward probably would have sex. Uh, but here, can I just read a few choice uh, bits from this this uh, very legitimate piece of journalism? Yeah, read me your choice bits. Um, well, first of all, it starts with Chloe just had a baby months ago, but she's back in the gym six days a week right now. Okay, so thanks for reminding me about how much better she is than the rest of us. Um, the trainer was like, you guys should have group workouts, like couples workouts, which just sounds horrible, but... We'll get to that. Um, apparently, the fitness expert noted that um, Tristan was kind of hesitant at first, probably because it took him away from all his ladies. Mm-hmm. But when they both... Because that start- was his cheating <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. When Chloe's in the gym, yeah. that's when he gets to rendezvous. Exactly. So uh, he goes, um, he was kind of hesitant at first, but then they both started working out. I saw the energy that they just feed off of each other. Him being the professional athlete champion, he performs at a higher level. He pushed her to reach that next level. So really, it's having me go easier on my job because he's in there pushing her. So I can kind of demonstrate the exercises and let them support each other. I mean, well, what? Okay, first of all, have you ever worked out with your spouse? Yeah, once. Okay. No, actually, that's not true. We take classes together occasionally, but not always. Okay, but like if I said, hey, we're doing a partner workout, you and your husband are going to do this workout, what Mm -hmm. would you say to me? I'd say, tell me more. Okay. I would say absolutely not under no circumstances am I working out. No! It is every opportunity I have to be away from my partner oh, okay. during a workout. Then I do not want to look. I don't want to do it all the, the time. Grocery store together. Okay. We are not doing burpees together because one of us is going to get angry. My workout is my time to like do me. Frankly, you don't want to have to do anybody no. else during your workout. No, exactly. Well, I, I mean, under- I get there that. are times, but I'm just that. saying most times I don't want to be anywhere near my partner. And I love my partner. Okay. I don't need to say that, but so it's just weird to me that they're like, oh yeah, workouts are so amazing and we do them together and it brings us closer together as a couple. I think that's a load of hooey. I will say having worked out with my husband, I don't feel like it brings us closer as a couple. Yeah. Uh, In fact, actually, if anything, well, I don't know. I have a tendency to 
be a corrector and kind of an annoying Yeah, which would person. drive him nuts. So let's just mm-hmm. be honest. This is not happening. Okay. It's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. So I don't think these two work out together. I think this guy is merely getting paid to drop fake stories to the tabloids. And good on him because he's making an honest living. And by that, I mean not at all. <laughs> also, just like... I- in general, a sexy workout doesn't seem... There's no such thing. No. There is no... Like, you see movies where people are, like, in the gym, and they're like, oh, this is so sexy, and then they're having sex. Well, his uh, workout scheme might be called Donna Matrix training. So, what? you what? know. I don't know. Wait, what did you say Donna say? Matrix? Mm-hmm. Because the guy's name... Yeah, is it is. a drag queen? What is a Donna Matrix? <laughs> no, that is the name I just Google searched Khloe Kardashian's personal trainer that is cited in this story. And he goes by the handle Donna Matrix Training. So, what I'm telling you is that maybe, yes, indeed, all of his workouts lead to sexy time. Wow, interesting. I don't get this. Where are you getting sex from that, though? Oh, like Dominatrix. Hello. Didn't that just took you just got there? Well, because I'm like Dominatrix. It's okay. I'm like the Matrix with um, those people that did the movie. What does that have to do with Cocoon? No, no, (laughs) Dominatrix. Can you imagine Dominatrix doing the Matrix? (laughs) Okay. Uh, we oh, got okay. there eventually. All right, took a little bit. But, oh, you know, Donna Matrix! I get it. Donna Matrix. I'm literally thinking Donna <laughs> Matrix. What is that? But it's Don A Matrix. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Wow. Weird. Okay. Weird. Okay. Like he's I, like, I can't do that, Burpee. <laughs> yes, Master. All right. Um, I have a uh, two d bags. I have a relationship oh. d bag. The relationship okay. D-bag is Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. Oh, for the okay? love of And geez. I just want the two of them to get a room and leave the rest of us out of it. I want to congratulate them on their love. I want to honor whatever it is that is um, has brought them together and is making them work so hard on their relationship. But I don't want... I don't want this in my feed anymore. I don't want this in my, I don't need to hear the details that they want to share. Specifically, Ariana Grande uh, tweeting about his um, manhood. Uh, what? And how long certain what? activities in their lives last. No, no, no. Me thinks thou left. It just is not maybe um, classy so much. And also, I, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Get a room. Do whatever you guys do when you have private time. I don't care what that yeah, is. Nobody cares about your sex life. No. The only person that cares about your sex life is you. Mm-hmm. I and will frankly, say this. it's probably not as good as you think it is because your partner's probably lying to you. Every good partner is going to lie to you about their sex life. Like, oh, that oh. was amazing sex. That's the best sex I ever had. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a lie. Probably not The true. lie detector <laughs> test has determined... That, that was a lie. lie. Um, I will say this because you did miss this. Pete Davidson was on Jimmy Fallon. And Jimmy Fallon, you know, also they're, you know, they both have worked for Saturday Night Live. They have like a little camaraderie. Jimmy Fallon asked him very directly, like, dude, you're totally engaged to Ariana Grande. How does that feel? And it seemed like people thought that Pete Davidson was a little caught off guard by that question. But he just went to town on it and he said the following. I feel like I won a contest. It's so sick. It's bleeping lit, Jimmy. It's so funny walking down the street because dudes are walking by and they're like, 
Have you seen that Derek Jeter commercial? Or they're like, and then they like he tipped his hat. Like, have you seen that Derek Jeter commercial where he's retiring and everyone is just like, hey, everyone tips their hat. It's funny. Yeah. Some dude came up to me and was like, yo, man, you gave me hope. And I was like, I didn't know I was that ugly. Yeah, no, I'm a lucky mother. So that's the thing that guys do all the time when they're with the women, like, I am so lucky because she's so beautiful. Yeah, he basically was like, I feel like I won the lottery. Like, I am with this guy. You're in the point of the relationship where you should be lying to each other, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's true. Like, that, those are real feelings I'm Mm -hmm. sure he's having. I'm just being a little facetious about it. But, Mm -hmm. you know, that's the stage of the relationship where it's like technicolor and everything is like level 12. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't live at level 12 years and see what level we're at. Yeah, you can't live at level 12. Level 12 is fun to visit. Um, it's fun to have at the beginning. Yeah. I have a feeling like, you know, once level 12 is over, you don't really get to go back Just to level 12. Just wait until she falls asleep during sex. That's all oh, I'm saying. Okay. All it's right. It's going to happen. All right. <laughs> all righty. You heard it here first, people. Not before sex, because that would not be appropriate. Hey, Bradley. What? You know what comes up next? Your mom. No, actually, the throwback live at 145. Whoa, oh, my God. We're Who's gonna, winning? I'll tell you in just oh a little God, bit. I we'll find wait. out how we do at the throwback live at 145 after this on My Talk 1071. 145 every single day on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and uh, this is the time where we play the throwback live at 145. I feel the need. Well, a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of nightpalm in the morning. Oh, righty then. It's Throwback Live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At 1.45. Go ahead. Make my day. Here's Holly Roberts. Oh, yeah. It's time for Monday's edition of the Throwback Live at 1.45. Here is how the game works. We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly will win the throwback live at 145. And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. Bradley Trainer! Just one. No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. I did. Oh, also. What? No. She, you did not win. This is not a game yet. Not until you ask questions. There is no winner. That is true. But everybody's but a winner. Feel- Everyone gets a participation trophy here at the throwback <laughs> live at 145. <gasps> Just kidding. Not true. Colleen, well, now. If it's good for the world's children, it's good enough for me. All right. Now, Bradley had been gone, of course, for the past week, mm-hmm. and Rocco was playing in his stead. Now, Colleen, mm-hmm. I want you to update Bradley mm-hmm. on the so, current total victory before, tally. Before you do that, I think yeah. when I left, mm-hmm. I was we were either tied or I was one ahead. think you guys were tied. Okay. So let's just say, for the sake of argument, we were tied. Where mm-hmm. stand we after five days of game play? I have 35 total wins. Oh. Throwback live. What? What? Okay. And? You, mostly because of the help of Rocco, have 37 total throwback yes! wins. Yes! It is very upsetting. I had some very embarrassing moments. I heard and... you both sucked at various points. Throughout the week, that little birdie told me that is, well, that is a true story. Yeah, I both you mm-hmm. both had laid some eggs. Yeah, if you will. And that birdie is because that's what I told Bradley yesterday <laughs> when oh. I saw him. I was Rude. trying to shield you. <laughs> that's from all right. Now I know. 
I'm just speaking the truth. You can go back and mm-hmm. listen to the podcast. Like, no, what was I'm an fine. obvious fail? I don't want to talk about it anymore. Oh, you know, I can't I know. remember. Well, I there was one... one was Perfect Strangers. Oh, yeah, that was bad. Bad-y it was really bad. Us. I'm still super what embarrassed it? about it. My two dads. But I knew the second it was out of my mouth, I was like, no, that was the worst thing I've ever done. It was terrible. But Rocco still won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That happened. Ooh, ooh. I'm fine with that. Let's, Thanks, Rocco. Oh, I'm fine with that. Okay. <laughs> Let's play our throwback live at 145. Let's play today's game because as it stands right now, it can be anybody's yes. game. Nobody is on the board yet because we haven't played a pop culture audio clip yet, but let's change that by playing our first vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen Bradley, please correctly identify this vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley Trainer. Bradley? Sanford and Son. Wow. <laughs> I would have gotten it right then. Yes, that is the theme to the 70s sitcom Sanford and Son. Bradley, you guessed that correctly. Now, I should say that I have a nice advantage in that department because when I was a kid, I had a CD. It was probably not a CD. It was probably a cassette tape of like all of the theme songs because I was obsessed with TV theme songs. I had a book that had all the lyrics to every TV theme song. Are you serious right now? Yeah. It was like one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. I've never heard this story before. Yeah. Anyway, so I know. (laughs) Well, now that time and obscurity has. Paid, paid off. off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feel proud about Hopefully that. Moving on. Hopefully that's the end of it. That's okay. true. All right. Moving on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen Bradley, please correctly identify this. I'll be back. Bradley Clean. Trainer. Colleen. That, no, that was so not. No. That is Fine. Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator. Yes, that, that is. was so close. It was so close, but Colleen got the point. Oh, mm-hmm. My bass voice is really not. I wow. have to have a, oh, mm-hmm. a shrill lady voice. Mm-hmm. I'm well, kidding. The game is tied. One to one in the throwback live at 145. Colleen, you have one oh, point. Good I do. job. I do. Bradley, you also have one point. Good job. Come on. It's anybody's game. Moving Win on to our third vintage pop culture audio go. clip. Here we go. Colleen and Bradley, please correctly identify this vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen, that is the end of seven. That is Brad Pitt wondering what is in the box. Oh I will God. not spoil it for you. Please don't. It's like a head or something. I mean, you just spoiled it for everybody. Oh my God, I've never mm-hmm. seen the movie. It was a head in the box. Are you serious? You've never seen no, Seven? No, I haven't seen that movie, That's which is why I did not know what wow. you were talking about. But he didn't identify Mm-mm. the head in the box. This is true. That's Thank you. True. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Is it a lady head? Why don't you quit? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> Sorry for the spoiler alerts on an almost 25-year-old movie. Yeah, right. True. Yeah, all right. True. Uh, Rosebud is the sled. Go on. That's true. Go, congratulations, Colleen. You got Thank a point you. in the throwback live at 145. I can still win. That's true, Bradley. You can still win. You have to guess both these vintage pop culture audio clips correctly. Now, in our next vintage pop culture audio clip, I want you to correctly identify... The name of the movie specifically. Now, you can name the actor, but I really want the movie in order for you to get the point. So moving on to our fourth. So it's a movie. 
Yes, okay. it is. Our fourth <laughs> vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen Bradley, please. please. <laughs> okay, do you want to try that again? <laughs> please, it's Monday. Please correctly identify this. Get off my plane. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is Harrison Ford, and uh, the movie is called Air Force One. Yes! Nice. Nice. Good one. Wow, that was a total. All right. Pulled that out of my hinder. Mm, well, did, how did that feel? <sighs> Great. Awesome. <laughs> Refreshing. Bradley, you have two points in the throwback live at 145. <laughs> Tied it up. Colleen, you have two points in the throwback live at 145, meaning whoever guesses this fifth vintage pop culture audio clip correctly wins today's throwback live at 145. So I ask you, Colleen, mm-hmm. Bradley, please correctly identify this fifth vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Oh, I don't know what it is. I thought it was something else. Darn it! <laughs> Wait, no, you should let me at least guess. Nope, sorry, you already forfeited, and you said you didn't know. Colleen, oh, I'll play rude. it for you. Yeah, well, it is. Colleen, I'm going to play this clip for you again. Tell me what it is. Okay, I'm struggling right now because I know TikTok, it. Mary Francis. Stop. It what is, is it? Come on! That is uh, the music for MTV's challenge. Real world road rules. It's road rules, actually. I lied. It's the challenge. It's the cha- uh, nope, it's none of those. <laughs> Do you know what it is now? Uh, it is... It's driving me nuts, man. Oh, uh, no what clue. is it, Holly? It's the theme to Jackass. Oh, yeah! I knew it was MTV! That doesn't count. That doesn't count. Mm. All right, moving on, then... Both of you are still tied. Oh. That means we're going to move on to our sudden s- death. That's right. Our when I sixth- die, I'm too young to die. Okay, Not really. Mm. Thanks, Bradley. I mean, you're kind of old now, like me. Mm. All right. Well, we think about your wizened mortality. Mm-hmm. While I play this six vintage pop culture audio <sighs> clip, now I want you to identify mm, the nickname of this pop culture audio clip. What? It's really short. Okay. You'll understand oh, when gosh, I play it so for you. Confusing okay. sometimes. Okay, here it is. Is this real life? Colleen, Colleen, is that that's not Charlie bit me? Uh, oh, doodles. Bradley, have a listen. Shall I? Is this real life? Oh, what do I have to know? Just what is that known as? Uh, dentist girl. Uh, for the dentist girl. Like, isn't that one of them kids that went to the dentist and they're like, I don't know where I am. I want to ride a pony. It's called David after dentist for the love. I was close. No, nobody wins. David isn't I said even dentist. Girl. No, nobody David's wins. a guy though. Nobody won today's throwback live okay, at 145. Well, okay, so I'm still winning. <laughs> Shame upon both of your houses. Well, that did not go how either of us anticipated. When we come back, quick question. Are you a haggler? 651-641-1071. Larry Hagler? Are you a haggler? 651-641-1071. Sammy Hagler?